doesn't sound right to me anymore because I've never heard anyone say that. It's a weird. It's a weird one. Yeah, that does, it just it doesn't sound right. Yeah, old park is a good one. Bellend is one that I do like. I like Bellend. It, it makes a lot of sense. It's, it's weird that we never uh, adopted that in any form. I've never heard it. It's, it's, it's always in conjunction with something else. It's always, should you shut up or fuck Bellend? It's great. I mean, it's, never, it's never used in, in isolation. And we are live. Okay. That's going to totally ruin the YouTube algorithm. Um, oh, you couldn't hear I it over the music. I would oh, fly perfect. you to the moon and back if you would be my baby. Hello, we are Pixel Pints. We are the only podcast that talks about two things that we enjoy, which is good beer and video games, and not dropping children down mountainsides. Well done, Evan. Um, we are not here to promote drinking. Please drink responsibly. Uh, we're not here to promote in-game gambling, so please don't play FIFA Ultimate Team or Madden Ultimate Team. Um, what else has got gambling in it still? I mean, every other sports game. 2K. Oh, yeah. Um, Casinos? NBA 2K, whatever the nu insert number. Don't play that either. And that's got ad that's got ads as well as gambling. That's it. I mean, I 2K. Mean, is it, you, you, you're not, in my mind, you're not at Roblox levels of scumminess, but you're, you're, you're quite there. If there was any, any kind of form of child exploitation, you would have overtaken Roblox. Um, you can follow us on social media at pixel underscore pints on Twitter to find out when we're going live and when we archive our previous episodes. And you can follow us at pixel pints pod on Instagram to see pictures of beers and sometimes games. And yes, Liam, how's things with you? Yeah, it's going well. Um, I've, I've been playing Grand Theft Auto 5 all week. Um, Are you channeling your inner Michael? <laughs> I am, yeah. I, but, but I love that game anyway, so, so I don't mind. I think this is like the fourth or fifth time I've played it. So, you know, I'm quite used to it. I, I love that game. Uh, but I also saw Doctor Strange yesterday. And if you're going into expecting a horror movie, don't. It's not a horror movie. Anybody that says that is just, you know, has a lot of great horror imagery and, uh, and sort of, um, I guess, sort of pacing in places. But, but it's, it's not a horror film. It's just another Marvel superhero film. Just That's more interesting to watch if you like horror, I guess. Yeah, I want a nice supernatural Doctor Strangey Benedict Cabbage Patch <laughs> movie. How have I never heard that? What Cabbage I've Patch? Heard, I've never heard oh. Benedict Cabbage Patch. Before. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Cabbage Patch is a theme, man. It's okay. it's the comfort Sorry. bitches. It's the cabbage patches. It's yeah. All right. It all makes sense the second it came out of his mouth. I just hadn't heard it before. I mean, I'm a cumber bitch, but that's just me. Hmm. <laughs> what, what, what is a Tom? What is a Tom Hardy? Just a Hardy? <laughs> it's just a, a hard on. A Hardy, hardy boys. <laughs> hardy I'm boy. a Hardy. I'm a hard on. Yeah. The Hardy. You're boys. a Hardy boy. I'm now a hardy put, boy. There you go. Okay. Now go put someone through a table. Um, that, that's when wrestling was fun. It was, yeah, back in the day. The Hardy Boys, the Dudley Boys, and Edging Christian TLC matches. Oh, you mean when they didn't get health insurance? Oh, wait, that's still today. Yeah. Well, if you want to think of CEO scumbags, you've got um, 
Bobby, Devil Horned, Bag of Shite, Bobby Kotick. And then you've got Vince, uh, I'm going to abuse all of my workers to make, make myself increasingly rich, um, McMahon. And then you've got um, NFL owners. And just um, I, not, I, I'm not wanting to be outdone by Mitch and just have something within arm's reach. Um, I picked this up <laughs> yesterday. It's a Junior Sale Funko Pop. Now I'm not I'm uh, not an LA Chargers or previously a San Diego Chargers fan, but Junior Sale is a freaking amazing um, linebacker, and it's quite a tragic story that he discovered that he had CTE and blew his brains out, and then donated it. Yeah. Well, no, he missed his brain purposely. Yeah. Yeah, he killed himself. Well, he shot killed himself, himself in the heart, didn't he? Yeah, he shot, he shot himself, himself in the heart, in the heart so, so they could yeah. donate his brain to um, look into CTE. Because he thought he had it. He didn't get confirmed for it. I thought he was suffering the symptoms. And he was suffering the symptoms. Likely, they just didn't confirm it, it until, yeah. He, yeah, until he donated it. Sad. Um, and that's why I don't begrudge any NFL player trying to gouge the team for more money. If you, yeah. Because the owners aren't going to end up with chronic traumatic encephalopathy at the end of the day, are they? They just nope. need money for their yachts. Um, right. Are you doing a politic? Did, oh, I'm sorry. There's no politics in video games, is there? How dare Bungie put up a tweet to dare, dare say that a woman's right to choose should be a woman's right to choose and nothing to do with the federal government? How dare Bungie? Um, I'm, I'm going to do another politic. I hope you don't mind. So all of these pro-life people, I've got a question for you. Not, I doubt anyone pro-life will, will watch this show or ever <laughs> get in there is. Maybe if I throw up a few good hashtags. Um, <laughs> how, do you feel about, how do you feel about free health care? So someone, this person's got cancer. They can't afford cancer treatment. Do you want to give it to them for free so they don't die? No, you fucking hypocrites. Okay, that's that's me off my soapbox. Liam, how's things with you? Uh, I think you just asked me, didn't you? Okay, I, I just... No, 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 I, I can tell you again. I'd please, please do. You went to see Doctor Strange, and yeah. it was not a horror movie, and I, I do actually remember the conversation that we had. Um, he did Mitch, take us one a day. <laughs> Mitch, nice. how's things in LA? Things are pretty good. I did also see Doctor Strange. Uh, my review is more of... It's on the list of one of my favorite Marvel movies, but it's also a, not a good movie. And I only say that because it takes some risks, and I appreciate for the risk it takes compared to some other Marvel films. So at least I put it on a higher pedestal than like three quarters of the rest of the Marvel Universe films because they all are just the same. And mm. I think the shots that Sam Raimi do are really fascinating. Like the camera work is really interesting comparative to other Marvel films. It's definitely unique. Um, I love some of the sequences that like they do to make it seem like horror. And there are some good jump scares. Like I'll admit it. I got just, I got caught a couple times. And then but the writing is god awful. Like the dialogue is so bad. My people we were laughing at the movie in the theater many times instead of laughing with the movie or even at a moment you're not supposed to be laughing. Um, but there's some really interesting stuff happening in the film that it's like a mixed bag. I don't I probably wouldn't recommend people see it in a cinema, to be honest. It's not that good of a film. And they basically throw away um, a lot of what happens in 
um, in WandaVision. Like, this entire film, she never mentions Vision at all. Like, how? Like, the whole part of that part of that show was the relationship built upon the whole family, like, including oh, yeah. the husband. And yet the entire film, it's only about the children. And how about in the multiverse? Where's Vision? <laughs> Where's my husband? No, not one, not one time was that mentioned. And it definitely uh, suffers from what I've been really struggling with recently with a lot of Marvel films is there's way too much CG and not enough practical stuff on set. Like some yeah, of that is and, some and, of that is blatant bad green screen. And I know they reshot a lot of the film recently because the first screening went not very good. Um, but it's really bad. In some instances, I swear the CG looks like a like a like a TikTok filter. And it's so bad. So I am just it's it's in the cameo not the spoilers aren't really spoilers and they're not very good. I, I mean, there's a couple cool sequences, but to be honest, it's not. It's it's good, Mitch, but not would good. You, would you mind explaining to everyone what TikTok is? TikTok. No, no, don't, don't, TikTok. TikTok is a no, Chinese no. company. Just kidding. Uh, TikTok, oh. TikTok is this app where kids dance. So you may have seen your kids dancing on top of the mountain. You know, they were doing TikToks to try to be TikTok I've, famous and try to make I've seen money. Some TikToks. Do your, do your kids do TikTok? Your uh, your uh, your school kids? We we asked them to do a uh, a video um, project to imagine as if they were YouTubers. This is how far away I am from this. And they're like fucking YouTubers. Sorry, I swore. YouTubers, TikTokers, and then lots of kids. Great videos, by the way. They really did a really good job with their videos. But some interspersed whatever their theme was for their video with like TikTok stuff they do. I'm just like, I'm, you're never, you, you, if you're, when teachers feel so old every day, especially with teenagers, it, even at 36, you just, you feel like you're, you might as well be 52. And with, with you guys, with, I feel, what's going on. you guys must feel older with me too. <laughs> for everyone you know else, that's not okay. Evan that has little children around. You all must feel yeah. super old with me. I I think we should we should make a stand against Mitch. Mitch, when you turn 30, you are not allowed to mention how much younger you are than us. And uh as in Japan, and not not today because I don't want to put anyone on the spot. As is anything goes in Japan, rock scissors paper. That is like the be all end all to any decision in Japan and no one second guesses it. It's fair amongst fair. You see kids, no, they'll no, jump it's, for it's, a ball. It's... They'll grab the ball at the same time, and they're just looking at each other fiercely. And they'll do rock, scissors, paper. And whoever loses immediately just lets the ball go because it's it's rock, scissors, paper. It's as fair as. Whoever, if we win, you cannot talk about this. Is uh, what, this is what you do, Being uh, younger than us. It's not rock, paper, scissors. Anymore. It's rock, paper, <laughs> it's rock, paper scissors, lizard, Spock. Oh, no. Don't make a big oh. angry reference. That's 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 how it is, uh, but uh, but I do imagine I do imagine when we're when you guys are in your nineties and we're doing this virtually or teleportation whatever comes first uh, through this podcast because we're also going to be doing this in our nineties I swear or that... or when or when Mitch is forty and he's bedridden for some reason with a <laughs> VR headset on. Is it, is it Mitch, have you seen the film Surrogates with Bruce Willis? I've never even heard of it. Um. Watch it. Um, 
It's there's it's not a good film, but it's fun to watch. Oh, so it's like Doctor um, Strange. <laughs> yeah. that, 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 that was like basically right before Bruce Willis just kept doing direct the DVD films, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like right at the tail end of that. There's one oh, absolute classic. Relevant. There's one absolute classic line in that that made me think of it when you, um, when Evan reminded me that you'd said, "Yeah, I'm just going to be lying on a bed with a VR headset on," <laughs> and I, I won't spoil it. I want you to go and watch it and then pick the line out for yourself. Um, Evan, how are things in Japan? Good. Just off of Golden Week, uh, the way Golden Week works is it just it depends on the on the year. Where you could get a nice like week with one day of work, and then six days off. But unfortunately, this golden week was all spattered about. So I worked and then went to Onomichi Hiroshima, then went back to work. So a bit scatterbrained. You can kind of see a bit of the uh, look at how white I am on this arm. This is for the uh, video audience, and then a bit on this arm uh, from cycling. But I'm good. I'm fucking tired. I uh, I fell asleep watching Reacher, which is pretty damn good. I'm 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 glad they got someone that looks like how Jack Reacher is supposed to look. But I fell asleep because I was so tired from waking up at six a.m. But uh, got a second win. Her Majesty wasn't happy. <laughs> we were about to go to sleep, and then I saw Mitch is like, "I'll be ready in 10. I was like, and I looked up. I'm like, "I'm doing the podcast." She's like, "What? What? <laughs> I think you're going to sleep." I'm like, "No." They're calling me. It's like the bat signal in the sky all the way from Japan. So uh she's a bit she's a bit um she'll fall asleep angry maybe. We'll talk about it in the Adventures morning. Adventures to uh, Here I am. It's like the guys need me. Yeah. They, can't, yeah. they can't do the podcast without me. Yeah. Doing all right. Right. Uh let's let's transition to beers. I'm assuming that at seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, Mitch, you don't have anything interesting to talk about? No, but I do have two really interesting beers for when we don't do a 7 a.m. show. Good. Keep that in mind. Liam, how is your, um, I'm assuming, form of Robinson's root squash? Uh, yes. Wait. Taste test. Yeah, that tastes like what we're fruit squashing at. That's great. <laughs> right. I... I... So this actually, Mrs. McWomble picked this one out. Mm. It's Lemon Days Cloudy Lemonade IPA. It's 6% ABV. That's what it looks like. It's called, it is cloudy. Mm. It's also flipping dangerous. 6% ABV, you'd think you were drinking shandy. This stuff's amazing. Especially, you know... Uh, out on a patio or a terrace, doesn't oh, it's quite, feels like you're drinking lemonade. Yeah, it's quite muggy here. You'd you'd think like, yeah, you'd think you were drinking, um, shandy, and it's six percent, and you'd smash about three of those, and then get up and to go back to the bar or go to the fridge, and is it? Yep, I've definitely been drinking. Um, if these these are available in Waitrose supermarkets at the moment from Think Magic Brewery. I would absolutely recommend someone picking this up if you want something light and refreshing on a hot day. Um, just be careful not to have too many. Please drink responsibly. Later on, I have, from the same brewery I was talking about last week, 
Oh, wow, they do nice guns. Yeah, the cannon is absolutely brilliant. And Spack and Hob Day. Okay, I do have to ask out of curiosity. So, like, in America, when we, when we, when we said, get the fuck out, British... <laughs> Uh, basically, more, I'm sure it was more polite than that. Yeah, it was way more polite than that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, death is way more polite than saying "get the fuck out." <laughs> but um, so we have like very iconic American style paintings. Like we have the one George Washington with all the with all the 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 boats and him standing on the edge of the boat with the with the American flag. Oh, we like, have propaganda here as well. Yeah, what's yours? I, I'm, is that one of your like? iconic images on that can or no 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 this is just um this is just a depiction of a bar scene um and i'm assuming it's going to be a a german um beer hall okay. i just saw the stripes um, above and i thought oh is that i can't is that like a, a... there's a dude there in lederhosen no 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 the stri no the stripes in the in the air in the in the in the yeah so I just assumed, like, my assumption was, oh, is that like based off the stripes of the British flag? You know, because you have the no. they have the red uh, X's. Uh, I assume that's a fashion truth. But uh, thank, it's, thank it's, God they're not they're picturing because this yeah. is a um, yeah. Rausch beer. But uh, um, but on your uh, on Discord, you have to share me your propaganda. I want I want to see it. <laughs> we've got tons of this. British museums full of it, and other people's shit as well. We've stolen so much stuff over the centuries. I mean, we we stole um, the Native American shit, so like I get it. <laughs> yeah, it, um, Indiana Jones. Instead of saying it belongs in a museum, he said it, it belongs in my museum. <laughs> Coincidentally, right? That's uh, that's fair. Instead of it belongs, it belongs where it came from. God damn it! And then you can put it on a. You know that just doesn't. It doesn't have the same ring to it, Mitch. It's it because the word from where it came from. It doesn't ring because it does have <laughs> the word "my" in it. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, how how is that beer? Or, or no, that's for later. No, that's, right? for later. that's for later. It's it's a it's a con well, it is this version, this London brewery's version of a classic German pilsner. Um. Oh wow! Really, really woody. Wait, Actually, you already opened it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Screw it. You're gonna go double um, double fist like in it. beers. Oh, this is yeah. <laughs> why why the hell not? It's a Saturday. I haven't got work tomorrow. Um, just got Doctor Strange. It's it's not. It's it's a dark beer. I thought it was the other one. More for me. Oh well. Oh, and unfortunately, America Chavez was wasted. Oh in that wow! Film. Look at that. Very pointless. That is dark. Wow. Whoa. That is the. Looks like coffee. That is the coin. It's got. A, it's not got a, a coffee hint to it. It's more like um, a really strong barbecue flavor. Oh. So if you whoa. if you leave something if you leave meat on the char for a really long time, it kind of picks up that really smoky woody flavor. Yeah. That's what that tastes like. This is like having um, a smoked brisket in a pint. Now my question would would be: Would you use it in a marinade? Uh, that would be a wrong use of this beer. You, okay. you, you very well could, but I wouldn't do this. Okay. This just, is quite possible. How is, a, how, how is a Pilsner that dark, though? Is is that a Pilsner or is it not a Pilsner? It's the wrong one. Oh, okay. That's so it's not, sorry, it's, you had they said that. They, do, they did too. I picked, up the, I picked up the dark beer rather than the Pilsner, thinking it was the Pilsner. 
but so you got a woody surprise yeah, that's, yeah very woody surprise really, uh, they must they must age this in um i don't know bourbon barrels or something like that to get it this this woody flavored i don't know if you caught this on camera i'll have to look back but a spider literally went right in front of me oh really <laughs> and I, had to, I did not get... <laughs> i was like what just flew down <laughs> and, and then i had to kill it sorry okay good oh man i, I don't so know if i killed it oh. evan another one that you'd really like and it's it's literally the 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 most and um juxtaposed that you would get from all of your ipa adventures that you keep going on yeah it, it is one of those things in japan just like uh, the hazy ipa wave must end as much as i like it and i'm just starting to lean towards things that are not that just because it's so full-on and in the supermarkets as well all the uh shelf space is dedicated to ipas and it would be nice to have a bit more of a variety so, it's yeah, actually got a slight flavor to it it's like like smoked bacon it sounds like a kind of a smoky complex dark beer which i do like from time i couldn't have two in a row of that but that, oh, that no. is definitely a beer that i would like to have all right it's evan. totally ruined the flavor of the lemonade one um evan what have you got oh we can skip on i'm just i'm, I'm having my Ishiban old Shibori? yes yeah there you go yeah the ichiban shibori i didn't have anything set up for today because i didn't think i was going to be on so yeah just drinking the usual it's good I, I, Pilsner, before, it's, before uh, we easy get a drink before we get to the topic i do have one question for the for the british fellas here in our uk fellas amber heard johnny depp how's that case going um, oh, i love the memes oh yeah I think my favourite one is um, Amber Heard and Beaker from the Muppets. Oh yeah, that was really funny. Um, I, I I haven't followed any of it. Even all I've seen is headlines on social media. Um, Amber Heard taking a shit in the bed and going to Coachella. Um, Johnny Depp drinking too much and being abusive. It's, it, all it's doing is making them both look somewhat psychotic. I will say the lawyer for Amber Heard is kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah, they they, um, they injected themselves by accident. <laughs> um, I'm sure. I'm sure there's lots of people in the UK following it. I could not give a shit. Uh, I've I, gone quite addicted to it, unfortunately. Um, so much so that I'm watching it when I'm working. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I'm not watching yeah, it yeah. live, um, but I'm like TikTok. Like TikTok is giving me all the highlights, and so I just constantly watch the highlights on TikTok. I'm just being like, "Oh my god, this uh, sounds ridiculous!" Or like, I I, 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 think, I covered um, my face with this makeup. This makeup was made three years after. <laughs> yeah. It's like oh. I, I think um, I, I was just saying that that uh, one of two things will happen with the trial, either. Johnny Depp is a terrible, awful, awful, like, like literally one of the worst people ever <laughs> in the history of ever. Or Amber Heard is just lying and he's just, a, I don't know, a typical human being who has a few problems but isn't abusive. I'd say the one, the one good thing about all of this is that I haven't seen that stupid fucking aftershave adverts for Sauvage. In... They're, they're still on. Like, um, in... They were the only brand that didn't drop them. 
Yeah, well, they're not they're not getting shown on TV here. Thank God, because I, really I, I, I saw one in the cinema uh, about a month and a half ago. <laughs> if, there, if ever a reason um, other than COVID not to go to the cinema, it would be to avoid seeing that advert. Um, are, are we? Are you ready? Uh, to transition to our actual topic this week. Yeah, yes. Yes, I am, actually. Good. Evan, <laughs> would you like to introduce the topic that you suggested? Uh, yeah, I wasn't ready for this, but we're just going to talk oh. about uh, things in games that we love. Oh. Sorry, how do we word this? Games that we... Things in... <laughs> um... You want me to do it for you? Would that help? Yeah, actually, yes, I would, actually. Thank okay, you. so Very Evan humble. suggested um, <laughs> us talking through the 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 flaws in games that we absolutely love and whether or not we are overlooking the flaws because we love the game or if the flaws add to the charm. Is that about right? More succinctly than I was attempting to put it, yes, that is uh, that's exactly what we're supposed to be talking about. Would you like to start, or should we go somewhere else first? I still don't I, I understand need, what need, the topic need, is, to be honest. <laughs> oh, shit. The okay, floors? Um, what okay, do you mean so... by the floors? I think I think more people would be confused. Flaws. Flaw. Oh, flaws. Flaws in games. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. So so basically, like all we're doing is looking at the games that we truly love. So for you, Mitch, it would be something like Resident Evil. Look deep inside... That game that you love so dearly, or the franchise, or a specific game in the franchise, what is one thing about that franchise that drives you nuts? That or one. is the, a flaw that otherwise would be, it'd be a perfect game, but this specific thing, I I can't pass this up, I can't look past this, I can't um, make excuses for the specific mechanic or story part or whatever of this game type of deal. So, Evan, are you going to be talking about weapon degradation a lot? Well, uh, maybe. I, I need I need to compose myself a bit, so I'll, I'll let someone else. <laughs> I still have that on my phone, by the way. You guys want to hear it? You want to hear about the flaw? Play the video. <laughs> yeah. Get your guitar out and write a song about it, or shut up. Um, so <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Liam, I, I, how would you like to kick us off? Um, well, I can't. Uh, mention any Naughty Dog games because uh, right, right at the top of my list is like The Last of Us Part 1 and 2 <laughs> um, you can do it, that's fine it's no, no, fair no, game, no, no, it's, Mitch, fair game. Mitch, Mitch, it's fair game I'm, I'm going to avoid the topic for two reasons because one uh, your, your employers are definitely listening in and I don't want Naughty Dog Ninjas coming after me um, two um, I don't want to have to come up with flaws for these games because it would be really hard yeah, hey, from hey, my hey. we come up with flaws all the time about these games when we talk about them. them can i come up with a flaw about the last of us part one what is it that she runs in front of you yeah it, it, it really really dragged me out of any sense of immersion is that you've got this person running backwards and forwards between cover the whole time and no one is even recognizing their existence i understand why they did it from a gameplay perspective but me playing it I can't switch that part of my brain off that thinking, this is wrong. Yeah, that was one of the biggest things that is talked about. <laughs> it's, yeah. And, and it's everyone, everyone's in agreement with, and, and Keith, it's, you're, you're right on the thing. It's like, 
design wise that's why they did it but also at the same time like they know they had to sacrifice that too so it's like oh crap that sucks well so the game that i was gonna choose um that i can criticize um that i love dearly is uh final fantasy 10 which has become so meme worthy at this point it's like quite fun to talk about now you lost Keith because you mentioned the the double F word, Final Fantasy. Uh, oh, Final Fantasy. Well, I'm I'm sorry, Keith, but Final Fantasy. fantasy. There we go. Life. There you go. Double you know? F. It's just Final <laughs> there, Fantasy. There you go. Ten. It's it's a contradiction, and that's why it will be around forever. Sorry, sorry. The what's ha 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 ha. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's many more. <laughs> but I, I love so, that game. Well, Liam, is is your specific thing the voice acting, or is there another element um, that no, bothers you about that? Not, not really, because um, some of the voice acting can be quite bad. But for a two thousand and one, was it two thousand one? I think it was two thousand one. Yeah, for a two thousand one game, uh, the, the voice acting was great. Like when it came out, I think it's either two thousand one or two thousand three. Can't remember which. Um, on Google. Yeah, it's on Google. Uh, but. Uh, the point still is, is that when the game came out, the voice acting was pretty great. And other than that laughing scene, um, which is actually quite emotionally resonant within the context of the game, uh, <laughs> other than that, it, it, it doesn't have too many moments of bad voice acting, especially compared to a lot of other Japanese games of the time. Technically, where, where your... bad voice acting was pretty much standard. <laughs> yeah, in your, this, isn't it? in your country, it was uh... 2002. 2002, okay. Final yeah, Fantasy right, 20 years 7 ago. Remake Part 1. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the, don't you talk to me, boy. Whatever. I don't even remember. Metal Gear. Don't even remember any lines from playing that demo. It was just so god-awful and just reminded me why I despise JRPGs. Which one? Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1. Oh, I see. Okay. It's cool. You can't... Hey, I, don't, I, Nick I Waffle, take... don't give it credit. It's called Final Fantasy VII. Remake? Is it even in the name? Yeah, it no, is. It's yeah, called Remake. remake. Oh, okay. Yes, which well, is at why least take... they gave it that. Which is why um, I take no, umbrage Keith. with people forgiving it for not being called Part 1. Because, yes, it is a yeah. complete game and contained within itself, but it is not a total remake of the whole thing. So it can't be a a full remake because you only remade part of the game that you were remaking. You know, I always avoid bringing it up, Keith, um, when, whenever you mention that, um, because the title remake actually has a separate connotation than it actually being a remake. Or like, um, say the sequel won't be remake part two or have some other subtitle, but remake actually has a sort of double meaning in that game, uh, interestingly enough. <laughs> Uh, well, can, they they could remake the game and make it better. Well, uh, um, unfortunately, it would take me about twenty hours to explain exactly. You know, yeah. What um, it is it, it, Mitch, Mitch, in the same I mean, amount of time, still. About, you know? No, it's fine. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's all good. Um, Mitch, in the same amount of time, could explain the Heartless and all that other bollocks from Kingdom Hearts, and I still wouldn't. <laughs> I <got you. laughs> um, so, is it just specifically that one scene that just? Brings down your enjoyment of that uh, game. No, no, not, game that be named. not not at all. That that I I don't even dislike that scene. <laughs> like, Wait a minute, is this in the um, spirit of the topic? 
Liam, what are we, what are we doing? No, here? You, you just haven't given me a chance to mention what I actually dislike about the game yet. That's why oh, everybody please. sees that scene and they pick up on that scene and go, that's why that game is bad. But, well, not bad, but just not, not for them or something like that. What, the problem with the game to me is um, it's sort of like that part of where Square Enix sort of lost the plot a little bit and started going story, 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 story to the point where it takes like 20 hours for you to get to the actual game because it's like walking you through a tutorial for the first 20 hours and constantly breaking up the action with cutscenes, um, which has only pretty much become worse since then, I would say. Like, um, in, in terms of modern JRPGs, like, uh, that game's probably less egregious than most of the things that have come out afterwards, I, I would say. So you, you saying Square Enix lost the plot, assumed that they had one to start with, Oh, um, Enix made great games back in the day. Yes, like, and also the, the sense of irony about Square Enix losing the plot in recent um, light of um, them selling off pretty all of their Western studios. Oh, well, I remember Keith. Um, like back when Final Fantasy X came out, they didn't have any Western studios. They hadn't even bought Eidos at that point. Eidos, Eidos, Eidos. So, Warrant, what do you hate about the game? Come on. Um, what I chase. hate about the game, like I said, is how long it takes to start. Uh, I, I'd also say that um, I hate how hard it is to get other people into the game. Because it's sort of like when you don't understand where it's going, and the game just throws so many things at you, and you'd be like, well, what the hell is this? What the hell is that? It's like, uh, whenever... Because it takes so hot. It takes... <laughs> a lot to get into the actual meat of the experience to the point where um, I, I can't like be against anybody for saying, oh, yeah, this is not for me. <laughs> like, play it, play it for 20 hours and they're still not into it. And I'm like, yep, yeah, I, I understand. You know, but if you get far enough into it, you will enjoy the game, probably. But, but you know, as a prerequisite, that's just not a good excuse like when when you're trying to recommend the game to somebody. Wait, Liam, are you saying that Final Fantasy X was actually the first Final Fantasy thirteen insofar as the classic 15, 20 hours into the game it gets good? Um, kind it's of. It, as... it was sort of the precursor to that, I'd say. <laughs> um, but but I. I... <laughs> It's a far better game than those games, you know, because you oh, actually God. have Final a... Fantasy thirteen is yeah the whole way. because it actually tells a cohesive yeah. plot that you don't have to go onto yeah. the wiki to understand shit, and you know, like um, and, and has understandable characters and whatnot. But um, I, I'd say one of the other things that really bugs me about the game is, um, uh, I, I guess, some of the just 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 the interruption. Through everything, you're sort of getting into the gameplay, and then it interrupts you with another cutscene that takes like ten minutes, and you know you feel like you're finally getting somewhere. The game has quite bad pacing, especially early on, and it, it can be rather laborious at times. Fair enough. I mean, I really like the game, but yeah, I suppose it does get a takes a while to get you um, to ramp up into the story. Yeah. Uh, have none of you pl played it other than Evan? Uh, I, I assumed Mitch had probably played it. Um, I've only gone like four hours in and I quit. 
Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it is a really good story, by the way. 13, I guess. It is. It, I, 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 I know the it's the best story I've ever I mean, I know the plot of it, so like, I, I'm not going to get surprised plot-wise. And then I played maybe like five to seven hours of 13, and I just I hit a... I hit an incursion that I couldn't get past, and so I just, I just stopped. Um, and, no I, and I and I regret it. For, and I regret yeah. it because I like I really and I tried to jump back into it, and then I felt like I maybe I shouldn't. Um, so, but I I think I might hop back into it once I finish um, once I finish uh, Horizon. So, um, it's been no, me, go been, play something else. play something better. Well, 13's no, no, combat system no, is enjoy is really enjoyable once you get further down the oh, line. Oh, oh, wait, are you talking about 13? Not 10, I'm talking about 13. I'm not talking about 10. Uh, <laughs> you lost Liam. You lost. Yeah, yeah I pro- I'll, I'll probably never. Go, I'll, better, I'll probably never go to 10. I, I just I'm not a fan of the old school turn-based system, and I know 13 is, but 13 is a little bit more nuanced with the with the paradigm shifts that happen throughout the game so it allows you to switch strategies instant instantaneously and all that kind of stuff so i think there is more to it for me that is more engaging in a turn-based system comparative to just doing 10 because if i want to play 10 i'm literally just gonna like find a way to like play it at like 10 times the speed and then just burst through it that way i might as well just watch the cutscenes, to be honest all right well the problem with um like, it's the same problem as ever. Like, uh, is that the sphere grid, which is like basically the combat system, is very like uh, complex and interesting and and really cool and fun, but it, it takes twenty hours before you understand why it's so compelling. Well, probably even more to be honest. Not not twenty hours. It's more like bloody forty hours. Um, so you're not and, helping and your also, case to help me get back into it. No, well, every thing, every sentence, you are slowly bringing McWomble further into purchasing this game. Well, my, my, like, my, oh, job, my, my job, my job, hours, just, you said. In the, in the more you yeah, talk, the further Sam Raimi is bringing out a monster that drags me down to hell closer and closer. <laughs> Great film, by the way. I love that film. Yeah, um, to hell. It's quite, it's quite, it's yeah, quite yeah. good. It, it was okay. Yeah. Uh, it was, the yeah. ending was fascinating. I was like, whoa. There, there were no uh, weird, the, the, no weird lamb babies or anything in it, so I it can't be that good. Mitch, I'm interested. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely interested. I was kind of casually interested as soon as said, Liam said visual fantasies. Um, um, in what your game that you or franchise that you love that, that has an element that you would you'd hate um i'm also i'm also keen to say because I, I, what i put in the tweet if any of you actually fucking read it um and just didn't retweet it straight away um is it is it because you, you love it that you're overlooking the flaws or is it because you love it that you can see the floor more clearly mm-hmm. yeah. Well, t- go to Liam first because it's his game, and then I'll and then mine is, I'll I'll tell you after. Yeah, so Liam, if you would talk about facile um, finalia ten more, because I just love to hear about it. Sorry, yeah. fecal finalia. <laughs> just um, I-, I would say it has a lot to do with nostalgia. Um, in my case, because I, I played the game when I I, I don't know I was like eight or nine probably for the first time 
got stuck countless times, restarted the game countless times, and then uh, beat it eventually, um, and, and have played it multiple times since. Um, so when I, I see certain things that people would consider very old, I find that nostalgic. So, so I'm sure that has a very big reason in why I find the game um, easy to deal with compared to other people. It's like it's like the same thing. It's like um, if if you grew up on Final Fantasy games like uh, seven and eight, um, or so on, you, you find them easy to go back to. But but if you didn't like like certain people from my generation, I was lucky enough to play all of the older games before I got onto ten. Um, so so I, I could still go back and play them fine. But um, a lot of people that I grew up with, like ten was their first game. So they play ten and think, oh, this this is great, and then go back and play the old games and be like, no, I can't play this. And then the generation that came after would feel exactly the same way about ten that they would feel about the earlier games and that. So, so I think nostalgia is a, a a big sort of um, makes a big difference on how you view certain games. Mitch, nostalgia is a thing that uh, Evan and I feel. Um, maybe Erebus Jones, um, because we're old. And Dan, um, uh, Dan, Dan's not that that much older than you, actually. So um, Dan does. Dan only feels nostalgia for his. I know hairline. <laughs> Love you, Dan. Oh, ouch! Shots so fired when you won't even I, tell it to his what? face. I, I don't think. I, I don't think Dan. He'll probably. He doesn't fucking. He doesn't give a shit. Dan will recover. He'll, he'll laugh. I'm, I'm hoping that he would laugh at that. Um, <laughs> and I'm also hoping that Dan gets tickets to go and see um, Green Bay versus um, the New York football giants at Tottenham Hotspur. And we can cheer on um, Evan's man crush, one of them. Well, unfortunate, yeah. it was unfortunate because the Bears could have played them. And that would have been a more interesting game because I, I would try to get a flight. Yeah, be like a like a derby, right? As you say. Right, Mitch. What is your game? It is a Resident Evil Two, fellas. It is not only the original, but the remake. And for two for two similar but yet different reasons. Um, Resident Evil Two, the original, amazing game, great game. But my biggest issue, and I only know this because I am a super, because I am a big fan, and I and I, this one I can actually prove with evidence that like, it would only it would only make sense because I'm a fan, is that the one of the greatest parts about Resident Evil Two is it has technically, you can play the game four times four different uh, four different ways, and it creates two complete separate storylines. Now here's the issue. When they released the game, it came out with a disc one and a disc two. Now, after the game was released and all that kind of stuff, the director said the way to play this game to get the real story, the plot that is canon, you must play disc two first, then disc one second. What is an issue with that, fellas? The issue is a vast majority of the people first won't even know that there's two complete different playthroughs of the game because they'll just play disc one, disc two, and they'll be done with it. But the other thing, well, actually, I guess not because at the end they do save the file and say Claire A, which then might people think to do A. But anyways, it doesn't even say Claire disc one. It should say Claire disc one and Claire disc two, whatever. But anyway, um, 
Oh, no, that would make no sense. Anyways, they they just fight it, I guess. But anyway, uh, where I'm getting at is literally people have played the wrong plot line for Resident Evil as their first time playing this game. They played Leon first and Claire second. You're supposed to play Claire first and Leon second. That is a huge issue. So then that's really? that. The, yes, yes. It was. <laughs> I've always played Leon first. So. Yes, it is. Yeah, the, the canon yeah. is Claire one leon 2 because the the canon is sherry gets infected by the g virus by her dad and you as claire need to get the cure and cure her and then leon is uh and then in disc 2 with leon ada doesn't get shot by um sherry's dad instead tyrant i mean uh uh, uh mr x throws her into the security the system that causes the uh, the countdown, and she is left there to die, basically. But then she comes back and gives so you a rocket lost. launcher. <laughs> but anyway, I know you're so lost, but you wouldn't be lost. You chart. See, you wouldn't be lost <laughs> only if they freaking told you which is the correct one and put it in the right order in the first place. So that's one. That's one gripe. Amazing game. But that is my one biggest gripe with that franchise. Now, let's go to the remake, because this is even more fascinating. So when they first made the game, they said, oh, we're not going to do two separate storylines. Like, it'll be the same game. You can just choose what character you want. The unfortunate part about that is, guess what, fellas? The original had two separate storylines. So people got upset, as they should, as I did. And then they said, okay, well, we'll fix that, which I'm happy they did. But there is an issue here, fellas. The cutscenes are still the freaking same. And so when you put the two separate, you may start at a different place and you get like a cutscene that is different slightly. They do not make sense when you put them together. And I literally, when I reviewed this game on my old on my old YouTube channel, I literally told people on my spoilers, like, here's two two things you had to do and you could have fixed it. It literally is, you can still have the fights, uh, mainly what the difference is that is the big, like, congruent differences that really make it confusing is you do the same boss battles. But what is interesting and what you could have done is because Sherry's dad, who is the main villain that contracts with the G-Virus, he basically transforms as you battle him throughout this throughout the game and even when you do the separate storylines you face off against different forms of him throughout the game all they had to do was like add an extra scene in one of them where they made his transformation slightly different so that it felt like as if you were continuing throughout the entire storyline because there's only two sequences that are exactly the same which is the first fight when you fight uh sherry's dad when he has the um the 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 pipe well, in his like hands giant pipe yeah yeah and like you when you face him the first time he falls off well you could have just did a cutscene where he climbs back up and then transforms again and faces the second player for the second run and then the, <laughs> and then the second time around is I wouldn't even have him on it for for as the final boss in the second one because you fight Mister X anyway so like it, that would have solved all your issues. There's just like so many things where I'm just like, oh my God, why, 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 why? It makes no sense. So yeah, for me, that is the thing that pulled RE2 from being the most perfect remake ever made in the history of video games. It probably is the, it probably is the best remake in video games, 
but it's not perfect. And I wished it was perfect. And they, that is what did it for me. So congruent storylines, just weirdly done, but amazing that they do them. And I wish games did that more. Um, I feel you, Mitch. Um, I remember when I played that game, I, I was like, this is so awesome. But at the same time, I'm like really disappointed with how much content they cut out, some of the weird choices they made. You know, I was like, it's like this game is so good. And so they missed the mark on so many important things. Oh, I don't um, think they missed the mark on the gameplay section. I think where they cut is great. Uh, but but my point was, um, and then I kind of forgot about most of it when I played Resident Evil 3, because I have way more problems with that one. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know. See, I like yeah, 3. I, I like the dodge mechanic in 3. I think the uh, mechanics are way better in 3 than 2. Well, you see, the original Resident Evil 3 was my favorite Resident Evil game, and uh, some of the cuts they made to that game pissed now, me off. Now, that, now, now I can agree with you in the concept of I think 3 definitely had a lot more cut and didn't need to be cut whereas in two i like where they trimmed the edges of the game a little bit um yeah and i, and I think well, in some ways they actually improved it more whereas in three i just think mechanically the game is better but like the rest of it is it it, it, it is like a a slim down version what's that a uh, dragon ball z kai version of of resident evil three um unfortunately i know definitely more streamlined i know keith is probably all in space I'm land totally lost. he's totally I'm lost he has no idea what's happening as well. I've, I've no idea what you guys are talking about uh, <laughs> uh if i had my ps1 games with me i don't have them all here yet um i would have pulled it out and showed hey, you you don't have them next to you what no are you i would have pulled on, i would have showed you disc one and yeah. disc two and would have pointed yeah. and given you visuals uh, keith i would have given know. you visuals i I'm, know I'm, you're getting there you need the visuals i'm not angry i'm just disappointed um, Evan. <laughs> um, uh, one I'm minute past midnight. In in I, I love how it's his own topic, mm. and he still can't think of. <laughs> do you do you remember no, what I, made I, you I think it. of the example? I think initially it was actually Breath of the Wild, but I've changed it. But but um, weapon degradation. But weapon degradation. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Her Majesty's like, series. what is going on over there? <laughs> I, I, I'm guessing she's sleeping. Hopefully I haven't woken her up. Um, <laughs> I am going to complain about the Yakuza series. And... I'm going to show off. Cut it off right now. Just fucking um, shut it. And on fuck, that note. Podcast <laughs> <laughs> is over. <laughs> Discord <laughs> is getting shut down. <laughs> so. Just, yeah. Who is this um, guy? What's he done with Evan? Yeah, I don't know. Look, he, the room has changed slightly. Like it's a simulation. A new mic, a new man. Universe. Yeah. New mic stand, new chair, be, new man. <laughs> I'm trying to be pretend to be whatever the fuck Evan is. What a. Dude, it's really hard to try to for it for an AI to figure out what the fucking evan is it's that that guy's fucking are you, fucked are you are you evan from the mirror universe like in fringe good tv show by the way oh um, yeah fantastic yeah it's great never watched it but i heard i heard good things it's like the 
the it's, second wave of kind of um, it, X-Files, right? It's a, slow, yeah. it's a slow burn in the first season, but really once yeah. you start getting into uh, Mirror Dimensions and the basically alternate universe, it's so fascinating. So what you're saying is Fringe is the first series to do the multiverse? Basically. The very first? Well, no, one, no, no one ever because, did before? Um, uh, Star Trek did that in the 1960s, and I'm pretty sure... Um, Twilight Zone, maybe? I don't know. Twilight Zone did it. Mm, yeah. Did something similar as well. So, the, the Yakuza series. Here's my main uh, point with it. There's an old uh, Jimquisition episode that Sterling does about how the Kamurocho, which is a section of Tokyo, that's it's, it's a fictional Kabukicho where um, it's more compact is better, that they kind of compartmentalize it. It's not as expansive as your, your GTA games, and that's in its favor because it kind of squeezes everything together. You get to know the space more intimately. Uh, it's easier to, uh, to get into a car, to drive from one area to the other. You can just walk there. And through um, walking from like point A to point B with the main quests, you'll just naturally run into side quests. And so this whole kind of smaller fake area, the probably the only reason they made it so small is because they didn't have the money that like a like a rock star did to build this expensive area did. Uh, well, it's also, it's not as dense as, I mean, uh, Kamarucho is way more dense in regards to content that you can do in the, in the yeah. area than even Grand Theft Auto. I mean, to be a fair. Oh, totally. And, and I think they've made it work in their favor. Like that could be, a negative point to it, but they've made it work in their favor so much where they just built the entire game around it and it just works that way. I know McMumble will most likely disagree. However, Oh, it looks I've like he played... agrees. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, great. I love unlike, it. Unlike yeah, the fact, zero. Okay, unlike the fact that it, oh. was, it was condensed. Um, I also, I, you know, I also like the combat. I, I really don't like this. I really don't like storytelling. I, I think that the pacing um, is off. The fact that in Yakuza Zero they used three different styles of cutscenes to tell the story was just bizarre. But the thing that I found most bizarre about Yakuza Zero is that you you go from this multi uh, multi stage fight with loads of Yakuza henchmen and one mini boss, where you would punch him in the face through a glass ashtray. And then you'd go out into the streets and you'd lose a fight with a guy because he's a bit big. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a bit big. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah, you just punch, you just punch the guy through, through an ashtray, smashing the ashtray with your fist. But this guy's a bit big, so you can't beat him up. I mean, later in the series, you also fight a chimpanzee that's operating a bulldozer. So um, I don't know where you want to go with uh, being... Realism. Uh, realism but that's the thing like the pendulum i argue that the game the series gets away from it because it plays its cards pretty quickly in every single game of how ridiculous the game swings from the 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 most ridiculous anime tropey just those types of things to the most melodramatic yakuza story you've ever heard type of thing but what i'm actually specifically uh going to talk about is 
Kamurocho or Kabukicho from uh, Tokyo is the main location, the main setting of most of the games. And then slowly when they got more money to, to make more games, they've branched off to specific locations in Japan. And the only location out of like some of the biggest cities in Japan that they've never touched on is fucking Kyoto. And that pisses me off because I would love for a modern Yakuza game, my favorite series of all time, to be placed in the city where I live to where I could actually, you know, it's 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 like when um, Matt Kyle talked about San Francisco and um, uh, Watch Dogs Two, right? Like, and and all the and all the um, the journalists and stuff that that work for GameSpot and IGN and that, it's, like, they're going. They live in San Francisco. With Watch Dogs Legion here, so people were. Um, who was it? Outside Xbox did a, a whole video of I'm going to go to somewhere where I know. In Watchdogs Legion, and see if it's there. And that's and it's cool. Goes. Like, yeah. yeah. And th that's neat. Whether or not the game like stacks up, uh, in its totality to being a good game or 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 whatever, th that's that's neither here nor there. The the main point for me would be like it would be so cool because I know the city so well now. I've lived here for ten years. It would be nice. It's like they're just like constantly jumping. It's like the Midwest in the States, right? And Bill Burr always makes fun of how like the the entirety of America completely just does not care about the middle of the country. It's all like the coastal cities um, and like the forgotten Midwest, the, you know, like the, the states that grow all the, the all the food that they transport to, to every other state type of thing. But like Kyoto is a city of 1.4 million people and, you know, the there's plenty it's big enough like Cho itself is so small they could totally pick a section of kyoto and and put it in a game and in yakuza 5 they there's several locations in that game there's i think i believe there's nagoya there's hokkaido there's fukuoka so they have had several locations in a single game they could totally do it i will say for anyone's like uh excuse me Miss Clements, you forgot to give us homework. Uh, technically, there was one of the games that is never released in English, uh, Ryuga Gotoku Ishin. It takes place during the Meiji Restoration. Oh, it does take place yeah. in Kyoto. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, Mick Womble, you know what you're talking about. Um, it takes place in Kyoto, but it's like it's it's during the Meiji Restoration, and, and I'm walking around places in no, Kyoto. and <laughs> It doesn't count. It doesn't yeah. count. I want to so, be Evan, able Evan, to walk I've around. Some, I've got some questions for you then. I, I want some details. So, um, what, what, what um, elements of the Yakuza games would you like to see recreated in a Kyoto setting? Is it just hostess bars? Is it just cat cafes? Is it just women standing on the street corners handing out tissues for no goddamn reason? Um, Evan, it's definitely not cat cafes. Evan doesn't like cats. Cafes. There is a cat cafe in. There's a cat cafe everywhere, dude. There are so many fucking stray cats in Onomichi. It was. It was. It was quite disturbing to me. I didn't see a dog in sight. All these cats. It's ridiculous. This country. I'm, I'm glad racist. you didn't drop a child down a hillside. So there's. There is that. It's the most frightening thing. You just I've give him. A, you just have to give him a cat first. It's all better. It, 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 let the cat fall. <laughs> no, no, drop the child and then give the cat to the child as a present, being like, here, I'm sorry I dropped you. 
And then they're like, oh, it's okay. I got a cat. I hope, I hope by saying dropping child, they're dropping from maybe several centimeters versus like meters. Rolling down the mountain. On this rock. She'll, they'll be rolling down the mountain like when they come. That was frightening to me, by the way, being hmm. having the responsibility of making sure a child doesn't fall off these rocks. But well, you're, well, you're responsible for shaping children's lives every day, Evan. Dropping them builds character. Oh man, you know, teacher. I wake up every day and I just, I have one of the most important job. I can't even say it with the fucking straight. I can't even say it without laughing. What, what you My need job to, is very serious. What you need to say is like, I'm, I'm trying to shape your child to not be the giant wimp. So when I, so when I drop them, I tell them, shake it off. You'll be fine. And then they don't be a wimp. Just kidding. Don't do it. Swift that. had said, shake it off. Shake, it, shake off. it off. A woohoo. Okay, well, so, was, sorry. You make just, you just ruined my intro for the next show. Um, so, what, yeah, what, yeah, what, other than, oh, god damn, why can't they just do, do a game in Kyoto? Um, is there anything specific that you would like to see that is Kyoto-centric? Uh, I would appreciate a bit of uh, satire with kind of Kyoto itself, where the general kind of idea of, you know, the outside looking in on Kyoto is a bit hoity-toity, a bit when we're the old capital. This is where Tokugawa Ieyasu, one of the first shoguns of Japan. This is where he lived and we're so special and we have geisha and blah, 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 blah. I would like to see them kind of poke fun at those aspects of Kyoto uh, through side quests, which I think would be really, really fun. And like, it doesn't matter where you live, everyone would get it. Even people who live in Kyoto or otherwise would would say like, okay, yeah, yeah, they're taking pot shots at us, but it's, it's fun. And we're just happy to be walking through the streets of the city that we're from, or at least we know very well, well, they're making fun of us type of thing. So I just I just hope at some point in the series because they keep adding different locations with Kamurocho, uh, most recently with uh, Yakuza Seven or what was it called in the states, The Light in the Dark. They added Yokohama. I just hope at some point they throw it in there, even if it's for a couple chapters, that they can just I don't care make fun of it. People from Kyoto are full of shit. They think they're so special because it's. Got all this history and all these temples and shit. Although Japan does kind of, you know, there's there's a there's a version of the onion in Japan called the rising wasabi, and it's only funny to people who live in Japan. But it was like there was one classic article headline that said Japan gets it over with and names the entire country a world heritage site <laughs> because so much of it is. So it, like. Some of those types of pot shots at Kyoto would be appreciated by me. Because and then I'd look around and be like, oh, it's funny because I live here. That's that's what I would say. So Evan, do, do you have any criticisms for the Yakuza franchise that that are for what something it actually does rather than something it hasn't done? Yeah, Evan. <laughs> um That's a good question, Liam. Obviously, I'm the buying time. The answer is no. Slowly. 
because they're an amazing, uh, they're amazing series of video games. I don't have to say that anymore. I'm so glad I don't. I'm have saying to say that it anymore. for you. There, because we know, we know, Keith. You are very. You say what you mean, and you did say what you mean for a full year. That it's unbelievable for you to change your mind after one year of saying that Yakuza series is a series of marvelous video games. So I, I think Keith, I, I don't believe you when you when you take that back because you said it for a year and I believe you. Well, we can say the same about you and Bethesda sooner. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You walk right into that one, Liam, I may have a more extensive. I think I, I think I was later, captured but... by the yakuza and tortured to say uh, <laughs> that Bethesda is a marvelous studio that makes the best video games of all time, and everyone yeah. knows I'm. But uh, yeah, Mitch, that's a that's a fair point. I, I agree with you. But in the interest of time, Liam, I like we've also had the Judgment Games take place in Kamurocho, and then oh yeah, that's true. Yokohama. Which is also part right. of Yakuza Seven. I would like to see. I'm. I've been there so many fucking times. It would be nice for them to place a game more extensively in a location that hasn't been done yet. We all love Kamurocho. We've been there a million times. It's nice to have this. It's glad to be home type of thing, especially if you space out how you know when you play the next game by a couple of years. But if you're playing them every single year, which is, seems to be how they're releasing them, it would be nice to be like, there is no Kamuro show. It doesn't exist. How about we? How about we blow up? Place. How about we blow up Kamuro show? It's surprising they haven't announced Yakuza Eight yet. <laughs> I'm I'm happy with like the JRPG aspect of where they're going with this, and then with the Judgment series, they're going the more action based. That's totally fine, but. Like, I've been to these places nine times now, ten maybe, depending on how many games you've played. So just give me a new location. Mix it up. Like, Hokkaido was cool, Nagoya was cool, Fukuoka was awesome. And that's in part five. And they, they, they did that all in one single game. Let's mix it up. There's plenty of places to go. Big or small city. Come on, like, uh, let's do it. They don't have the money to make games with such an ex expansive open world as is uh as a watchdogs or a gta you can make a more comp compartmentalized world and make several of them right very small areas of several cities but please include selfishly please include the city that i live in that's it i've got another question for both of you um do you think keith would actually like resident evil 2 remake if he played it because I have a sneaking suspicion he might. He hasn't played it. I figured that's something that he'd be all about. Yeah, I, I thought so too. It just has that sort of B-movie sort of schlock. And I think the gameplay's fun. Um, I think he'd actually like it. Mm, I think he'll hate oh, totally. I think he'll hate Mr. X. I, I hate, hate everyone. X. <laughs> Keith! What's yours? I'm going to talk... Liam, what do you think I'm going to talk about? Mass Effect. No, you can't. Oh, Mitch got there. You can't. I'm going to talk about Mass Effect. I don't Effect. believe it. You disgusting person. Great but man. Actually, there's two, there's great, great two man. Games, like... Great man. 
Come on. Burn it to the ground. Burn it like Bobby Kotick's golden parachute. Good job, New York City. Good job, New York. Well, which Mass Effect does it? Well, I'll get there. First of all, I want to talk about another game that I absolutely love. Streets of Rage 4. (laughs) Fabulous game. Totally, as we've spoken uh, about on this show previously, totally ruined every other side-scrolling beat-em-up for me. I cannot play any other side-scrolling beat-em-up because they all just feel so slow, clunky, um, crappy, archaic would be another word. And particularly one of my one of my biggest nostalgia games of all time, Final Fight, can't play it anymore. Just feels off. The soundtrack still absolutely amazing. Um, however, Streets of Rage Four, the net code, shocking. You can I cannot play an online game on Streets of Rage Four. The net code is that bad. Literally, you walk along. I tried this with Matt a couple of times, and I've tried it since. You you literally start the game. You walk to the first transition, and the game freezes. Jesus. And that has happened every single time where I've tried to play online with absolutely anyone. The netcode is shocking. And um, all of you, oh, Streets of Rage 4 is it's not that good a game. No one really cares about Streets of Rage 4. And, and fucking wanking yourselves off over the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Um, hopefully, the netcode isn't the same as the one they've used for Streets of Wage 4. Otherwise, your mutual masturbation sessions are going to be very lonely. Um, that was somewhat graphic explanation, wasn't it? Yeah, wow. Um, the children. Um, the children. Evan's I children. I don't think of the children. Um, well, I'm not Roblox, so I do actually think of children and mark our episodes as for um, on age-appropriate. Ayo! Yes, but I'm going to talk about Mass Effect, my most wow. beloved uh, video game franchise. Uh, and clearly not. Beloved of loved. Um, and I'm going to talk about the thing that I hate about it, which is Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, cop out. Cop out. Yeah, I, I Such a freaking cop, cop out. That's cheating. That's cheating. Yeah, that's, that's freaking cheating. I will hear... I'll... I'll hear you out. I will hear you out, but I, I think you're cheating. Oh no, I feel a lot of people are going to disagree with him on this. Well. How dare you? Um, how very dare you say that I have gamed the topic? You did um, not game the topic. <laughs> oh yeah, you game it. I guess it's a hypocrite. I game he topics totally all did. the time. I game everything, damn it. Hey, um, we, okay. didn't set, we didn't set enough parameters. He's well within his rights Son of a to bitch. include this. Well, I think his part. Well, I think I think he's not oh, wrong. Yeah. I just think the way he verbed verbed it as mass effect. Verbalized. Yeah, yeah. verbalized as mass effect. We All don't. The same franchise. Andro- Andromeda is seen as a as a as a as the stepchild that that is put astray that needs to be taken out to pasture. Well, and that's the reason why I hate it. It could have been so good. And I, I played that. I checked my I checked my stats, and I remember um, how long I played Mass Effect Andromeda for. 88 hours I played Mass Effect, Mass Effect Andromeda for. I did everything, literally everything that you could possibly do. And the reason that um, uh, I, 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 I loathe that game because of what it did to the original franchise it it wraps up there 
so angry. Um, there was a, a, they continued a storyline from Mass Effect 1 all the way through um, about um, people in Cerberus who were experimenting on humans with different alien technology and um, getting them to um, trying to splice DNA with different aliens and things like that. Um, and they had these two people Oh, it was the Overlord DLC. So it was when they were trying to create a human-based AI to control the Geth. This is where Mitch is tuning out like I tuned out for Resident Evil. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I, played, I played Mass Effect Andromeda. I didn't finish uh, did it. You play, did you play the um, DLC for Mass Effect 2? Which one? Overlord. Overlord. Mm, no, I, it's the one I, with the hovercraft tanky thing. Oh, I don't think so. I played the Shadow Broker, but I don't think I played the other one. So in Overlord, they're trying to create a human-based AI that can control the Geth. Mm -hmm. And that started as a rumor on a data pad in Mass Effect 1. So they tried to carry it through into Andromeda, where there was two people who ended up on some random planet. I can't even tell you what its name is because it's that fucking forgettable. Um... And you, you end up in a conversation with these people and they were telling you about how they did. They were part of the Overlord experiments. And I'm pretty sure in Mass Effect 2, I either killed everyone because I, I wanted to shut the experiments down because they were inhumane, um, or I brought them all on side to, so that we can control the Geth. But these two individuals who are meant to be part of those experiments do not reference anything that happened in Mass Effect 2 or 3 whatsoever. They were just there having a chat and you can't interact with them at all afterwards. There are so many instances where they try to make links to the earlier franchises and they just fall flat on their face. Um, I, it's so annoying. Barring, barring all of the bugs in the game, I can forgive a lot of the technical issues. What I can't forgive is the storytelling incompetency. Hmm. Um, Keith, correct me I have if no I'm strong wrong. feelings about it otherwise. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't the, <laughs> doesn't the ship, the arcs, take off for the Andromeda galaxy before most of the events of Mass Effect 2? Yes. Well, they're meant to. Yeah. Um, so they, should, they shouldn't even be on that ship. Like, yeah. Like, so if they can or... reference the fact that something happened in Mass Effect Two, they shouldn't know about it because they will have already gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake! Continuity error. Oh, but don't worry, they they included uh, tons of diversity, you know, and loads of gay characters, you know, all of that stuff. Um, not to say we don't care about those things, but if you're going to celebrate the fact that you put those things in the game. Maybe you should write the game a bit better before you put all those things in, because nobody will fucking remember it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was. It was. This, this isn't. Um. Sorry, Evan. This is. Oh, go ahead. You, you, Matt, and I spent two hours basically dissecting aspects <laughs> and drawing. This fucking game, man. Ages ago. Yeah. Um. However many years ago it was. Um. And it 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 makes no sense in terms of the the law and the canon that's been built around the universe. So yeah, it, it's almost as if they've, they've gone, here's all of the story and law. Um, okay, 
uh, we don't want pages uh, 90 through 150, so we'll just tear those out and throw those away, and we'll rewrite all of that section about how the, how the story and um, how biotics actually work in terms of the their abilities and how they actually gain those abilities. We'll just we'll just tear all that out because we want people to have a fun time in the shooty bang bang game, and the shooty bang bangness is good. I like the shooty bang bangness, but did you have to tear all of the law out to get to that point? Um, I I don't know. It's just such an uh, eighty eight hours. Well, what did I do to myself? Yeah, you were trying. You, you were, were digging you, deep to try to. You, you were trying to find trying justification. To find trying to say answer. this is game yeah, yeah. is amazing. You're trying to find the reason. The reason, but you couldn't. I think I think I was trying to find the point at which it recaptured me. It just never did. There were some absolutely spectacular set piece moments. I mean, people didn't people didn't find on the first planet the floaty snake thing, and that was that was. If you did all of the um, there was a specific side quest where they wanted you to check seismic seismic activity on the first planet that you land on, um, and if you did all of that. That's when you first encountered one of the floaty snake creatures that you had to fight. And that was actually a really, really clever set-piece moment. But if you didn't do that and you just went to another planet, there was just one that was there. You were just thinking, okay, where do these come from? What's the point of them? The whole point was that you should have done the, um, the first side quest. And that goes back to a bit about what Mitch was talking about on Resident Evil, the signposting by the game developers should have been that much more, that this should have been a main quest. This shouldn't have been a, an optional side quest. This should have been something that is actually keenly important to what happens on all of the other planets that you are going to visit. But instead, they relegated to a skippable side quest. Um, yeah. I don't want to end up in another two-hour podcast talking about Mass Effect Andromeda, but... Um, <laughs> I, I, I believe firmly that I fulfilled the criteria of the topic. Let, 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 let's yeah. check that, shall we? I mean, you guys can have your own interpretation, but I'll, let me read. So we're hating, in brackets, on what we love. That's the title. But there's extra, extra explanation here. Our favourite game or games of all time. Sure. We think they are perfect, but uh, it's time to be honest. All games have issues, and we need to look deep inside and admit that one thing that sucks about them. One thing that sucks about them. So you're saying, wait, so Keith doesn't meet the criteria then? I don't think he meets the criteria. Because he's going the opposite. He's going the thing that hates that hates the game more. Mm. It's not one of your favorite games, Keith, so it it can't. You can't can't pick that. Okay, okay then. In Mass Effect 3, it's a bit weird that um, you're on a suicide, a timed suicide mission, but you can go off for 60 hours and go do other stuff. There you go. So basically what you're saying is we've had to endure revisiting Mass Effect Andromeda just because you got the... So we re- <laughs> revisit this trauma because he wants to put yeah. the trauma <laughs> upon us, not because it was <laughs> worth the topic. Wow. Um, Keith, side note, you ready for this? Um, due to the due to the delay of Breath of the Wild 2 out of 2021, I am I mean, sorry, 2022. 
uh, I have decided to take Mario Rabbids, my alternate, and put it in its place um, for Breath of the Wild as one of my alternate. I'm sorry. Well, I'm, no, no, I'm, no, no, I'm sorry. I want Starfield in that spot Starfield. for my for my alternate pick. Um, okay. And then if Can Red... you send me a please send me a message because I will not remember this. Well, I'm only saying it here because I want it on the record so that on people the record. on the record. And then I already have a plan. If Redfall Redfall is supposed to come out this summer, but I have no idea if it's even coming. Because um, well, it's, it's, it, I think that that could be the big blowout thing. Um, Starfield and Redfall could be the two blowout things for the. Yeah, Xbox Bethesda showcase. That's why I'm holding back. So if Redfall drops, I'll put Mario Rabbids in that spot because you never said anything that we can't put games that aren't Microsoft alternatives in our alternates positions. So no, that well, that, it was unrestricted. Unrestricted. So yes, yes. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, because yeah, I don't. No. I want. I don't want to put Starfield there because if I had to share it with Dan and Burkoff, I'd have to share points, and I don't want to share points. Yes, you would. So strategy game of the game. He, Mitch is the only one who actually takes any of the games we do seriously. Everyone else is kind of, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And this, that's why he wins. Come on, people. And, sort yourselves out. And that's why everyone is always upset. <laughs> it's like... Um, well, uh, thanks to Erebus Jones for winning the fancy game, uh, our fancy league last year, and uh, meaning that Mitch's most... Um, anticipated game of 2022 is starfield no it is red um, it is redfall because oh, uh, that's from bethesda that's not bethesda game yeah it is well it's an arcane hmm? studios Ar- game isn't it Ar- arcane oh. studios oh never mind that's Ooh. not from bethesda that's from the yeah, other two. dang it does does anyone else other uh, I I have nothing bad to say about any of the the Mass Effect trilogy except that three is how they phrase three three is odd in the sense that it's meant to be time centric. Yeah, I think the, not, I, I think the I think the premise of three is flawed. Center is like just is blatantly flawed in what the in what the gameplay is. And how the game functions as a game overall. Just the plot of three does not make sense in the functionality of the game itself. Ooh. Yeah. Um, also, that uh, is it Talon? Um, who's the Talia? The, the no, Tai Long. Tai Long. Tai Long. That's the one. Um, his story could have been fleshed out much better. Um, and it only it really got... if you buy the comic books. And it, well, if you and buy it... the if you buy the novels and the comic books, it yeah. was. Um, however, in the game, he's yeah. a bit shit as a boss. Oh, I hate that shit. Anyway. Also, it um, also it's interesting that you like you can only get a Promethean, which actually makes the game way more fascinating if you have the DLC. <laughs> and you pre-ordered it. Like you had to pre-order it. Sorry, I've just I've just remembered something else a bit shit about Mass Effect Three, Jessica Jobot. Wow, that character is utterly pointless, um, except to be eye candy for Joker. But she she kind of looks hideous at the same time. Yeah, she's kind of hideous, like in a weird sort of like doesn't look right. Plasticky way. Yeah. And on that note. 
plastic Jessica Joe. It's, it's like you're trying to Oh no. I'm guessing just the tech wasn't there. She was a very big personality at IGN at the time, and I think they and she was a massive Mass Effect fan. And I, they brought her in and gave her a character as this um, news reporter to help build your. Um, I can't remember what the name is. 